Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ahoy there. Catch my painter. Catch my painter. Oh, oh, caught it. Dropped it the first time, but got it the second time. Got it the second Same time. Same time. A little Throw a loop around that. Yes. Uh, what's it called? A coit? What's the thing called? The iron a cleat. thing on that? A cleat. cleat. Thank you. Throw a cleat. The cleat oh, I've got a Tie little, a, li- a little mustardy spray across my my elegant white boating trousers. Yes, um, and, uh, yes. Where that's from? Some of the algae, just, I think, that was on your rope, on your painter. A little bit of algae on there, just wiping oh. the spume, the spume. There, from oh, my the eyes. spume! There it goes, yes, running off go. down. Oh, I can see you clearly now. Ahoy, dripping and ahoy! ahoy there you are, out into ahoy. the ether. Yeah, I can't really see you, of course, because I'm up in sunny Herefordshire and you're in Algiers. How? Algiers. Uh, yes. How goes yeah. it in Algiers? Well, it's been an interesting week, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, as I say, I've sort of. Uh, you know, I've kind of thrown my lot in with this crazy bunch that we've got staying here. Um, basically, I've been in lockdown in the Holiday Inn. It was a little bit, a uh, little bit dry to start with, but I tell you, it's got a, it's got a lot it's wetter a, now. A lot wetter now that the yes. the wood preserver guys are around. So, basically, um, this guy, real bundle. He's a character, I tell you. He's called Keith Mound. Basically, he he was on a conference with a with a whole bunch of them. I mean, it's a bit like I mean, being a wood preserver in the twenty twenties is is a bit like being in a rock band in in the nineteen seventies. You know, I mean, it's just you know these guys they live high on the hog. You know, they travel yes. all over the world. Oh, um, I bet. And you name it, they're rubbing it into wood, and they they are sawing it off. I tell are you. They? They're they really sawing are. it off. Ah, oh, they are. Yeah. I mean, it's what? a bit of a mixed metaphor, isn't it, for a wood preserver? But uh, what I mean is, they're yeah. really, they're really coining it. Anyway, Keith, uh, Keith, it turns out, had a couple of bottles of Cointreau stashed in his room, <laughs> and uh, we set the world to rights. Oh my goodness! Yes. Yeah, last oh. night it was amazing. Oh, the stories! I tell you, the yes, absolutely. Oh, you, you should, you stories. should write them down. Should write them Do you down. Know what I said, what I said to them. Keith last night, you should write an autobiography. It should oh. be called Getting Wood or something cheeky. So, oh, that's good. And, yes, and you know, and, and it could be a sort of story. Just, just any of these stories, really. I mean, Keith was one of the first people to get into beeswax in the in, in the eighties. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, he he actually before um, you know before he joined the guild, uh, he was an apprentice. That's <laughs> some really great stories. I mean, once uh, he turned up first day as an apprentice, and uh, he was shown it was the seventies, and he was shown into a room with just a um, it was just a plank of pine on on the on the on the workbench, and the guy said, "Go and preserve that." Can you imagine? What did it? What 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 did Keith do? Oh well, Keith being Keith, um, he sort of knocked up his own. He, he knocked up his own sort of little preservative, you know, a bit of toothpaste, bit of Dettol from the bathroom. Anyway, he made this little concoction, rubbed it on. I mean, basically, it was just it, it was basically sink or swim in those days, you know. Yeah, well, it would have been. Would have been 
pop quiz. Yeah. How often has Keith Mount said to you in the last three weeks, well, it really does what it says on the tin, Craig? 17 times, yeah. I think he might even have a, a tattoo, just, you know, a tramp stamp with that written on it. Where it just says. in his lower back. Yeah, I got okay. a glimpse of something last night. I mean, it, just when he was getting up to fetch another bottle of Cointreau, nothing, you know, untoward. Yes. Uh, Break, you know, do you all, think... We've Keith... all lost a fair bit of weight and his, the back of his trousers came open. Anyway, never mind. That's tricks at Dunnall. Ah, oh, back to solid ground. It's all, it all ticks along very much, very much as you might have expected. We're still getting quite nervous about the... Uh, the, the paucity of, of labour when it comes to oh, the no. uh, the picking season, when the mange you mean two... you might have to do some work yourself, you mean? Well, there's only so much manging I can do of the twos, you know. I mean, there's oh. not... The, you know, we've got to get them packaged and we've got to get them out. It's a very... It's a, it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a kickbollock scramble for the uh, for the five weeks or so that we are we're enjoying peak mange two. But, uh, you know, so I'm confident. So, wait a minute. You run a mange two farm for six yes. weeks of the year. It's kickbollock scramble. What happens the rest of the time? Well, it's just bollock scramble then. There's no, right. there's work to be done all the way around the year. But uh, yes, when we come to picking season, it really is. It's uh, every 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 hand on deck. There we are. Yeah, that's all that's shoulders nonsense. to the wheel. All shoulders so to the wheel. Who's going to do the picking this year? I take it the Romanians are are staying put. Well, we're um, currently staying put. I don't know. I've been talking to uh, the Ledbury Coral Society. Um, oh, yeah. They were just lamenting how uh, how little they've got to do. They were meant to be putting on a, a performance of Haydn's creation, Die Schopfung, at uh, some point uh, in July. That uh, That's not happening. And they were just saying how sad it was. They don't seem to have that much to do. Also, there are quite a number of, uh, quite a number of prisoners from uh, HMP Lulworth who have been given an early an early reprieve um and i think a couple of them have uh, have expressed an interest so i hope i've it looks like we're getting some we're starting to get some offers in. yes uh, it'll be quite an eye-catching sight all those ruffians in the field um well exactly plus of course the prisoners from hmp longworth So what's on your cultural dial, Martin? What's 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 a happening? Well, some interesting things. I've been uh, I've been making full use of uh, of our wonderful natural n- national collections that have opened, thrown open their uh, their uh, their exhibits uh, to an online audience. I've been I've been prowling, if that's the word, around the around the British Museum. There's a wonderful British Museum. Dot ac. Dot org or something yeah. like that. That's where you go, I think, and. Um, yeah. You uh, you can log on there and you can wander around. I mean, as you know, they have, I should think, literally millions of exhibits there. Um, if anything, slightly, slightly too many. What we want, and actually electronically, I think, and culturally, this is probably what we're going increasingly to need, is actually when you click on the British Museum website, you have a choice of curators, some of whom I guess you just go by maybe what they look like, and maybe some of them are people you actually know. And you click on, I don't know, you you, you click on Bez from the Happy Mondays, maybe, and he says, yeah. all right, hey, welcome to the British Museum. I'm going to show you around some things that I like here. You're coming, and you go... Yes, Bez. Click on it. And for the next 40 minutes, he goes, look at that. Mental, isn't it? That's mental. He's hopping around, dancing on one leg, then on the other, yeah. pulling things out, going, oh, hey, look at this. Hey, can Rodin or something. Yeah, yeah monster. Let's have it. Monster. Rodin. See, that's, that's what I'd like. 
I'd like that. We're going to look at some impressionist art. So come on, hey, let's have it. Come on, do 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 Chip on over to the Tate Modern. Let's get our eyeballs around some Boyce. Fucking having it. Boyce. Mad bastard. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I like well, that. you know, it just it would just make it a bit easier. Otherwise, it's just me just leafing through endless bits of cuneiform. Don't like that. Yeah, oh, talking of cuneiform, did you see that the uh, the customs officers had uh, they thought they'd brought in a massive haul and they'd 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 busted a, a, a smuggling ring of people who were trading illicit ancient ancient uh, Mesopotamian antiquities. Um, and they they opened a couple of trunks full of uh, amazing uh, pottery and uh, yes. other bit other little artifacts. They took them to the British Museum. In fact, to um, I don't think it was to Bez on this occasion. They took it to a sort of a, to a, a very much a, a, a Mesopotamian and Sumerian specialist, a sort of ancient yeah. Babylonian specialist. And they yeah. took one look at it and they went, "Ah, uh, no, this is this is rubbish. It was all just nonsense." There's someone knocking these things out in Bahrain. The specialist, the professor, said, um, I looked at it. He said, None of all this pretend cuneiform literally is gobbledygook. Most of it just looks like lots of Toblerones, he said, which I thought was a. So, I mean, they have smashed a smuggling ring. It's just they're just smuggling nothing of any worth. I mean, to go to the trouble of. You know, to go to the trouble of making fake artifacts and, write, and creating your own cuneiform writing. Absolutely, and there was tiny, you know, some of these maybe sort of three inches tall. These little, these little clay figurines, uh, sort of amulets and things like that, that people were buying because you know, you're, you're the credulous buyer at the other end is going to be delighted, absolutely delighted. It's, it's yeah. coming out of old Mesopotamia, as far as he or she knows, and um, they'll display it. And until such time as the professor from the British Museum comes along and picks it up and laughs. They're going to think they've got something quite possibly for the rest of their lives that's going to give them untold happiness and cachet. And, um, and it's sort of vaguely plausible, isn't it, because of the uh, yes. you know, because, of the, because of the war in Syria and everything else. And you know, I, I love the idea of, of just of, of, of quite heavy set men sat around going, uh, yeah, Brian, um, are you following the situation in uh, in Iraq at the moment? Because um, it looks like Daesh are uh, being pushed back because of some of the activities yeah. of the her- heritage sites. Yeah, um, Palmyra, obviously. I need to say no more. Yeah, I just wondered if you still had uh, Sid's number because I know he's uh, I, I know oh. Sid is a demon with the old cuneiform. Um, he's a demon wondered- with a chisel. I don't know about the cuneiform, but anyway, go on. Yeah, but I wonder if he could get hold of uh, Lammy and Lammy could do a few of his little, uh, you know, fertility models, you know, make it look oh, lovely. Like. I mean, it doesn't okay. have to be, but could make it look early Sumerian. I mean, middle Sumerian will do. Okay, but I mean, okay, yeah. But, you know, but then I think we could all get together and maybe there's a job, maybe stick it in a suitcase. We then go over, we set up an address, uh, I don't know, Turkey, whatever, maybe Istanbul, maybe go for the coast make it more plausible, and then stick yeah. it in a suitcase, wham it over to some sherbet in East London. You know, he'll think it's the real thing, won't he? What do you reckon? Yeah, no, I think it's absolutely diamond, isn't it? Yeah, great. Well, when does Knuckles get out? Because uh, yeah, he, he could maybe write us a... Um, An ode. He's bloody good at his odes, isn't he? An ode on... Uh, on what was they, they never used papyrus, did they, the Mesopotamians? What did no, they no. Use? Stone, no, isn't it? Else, Stone, Stone mainly. Lovely. And uh, that can go on the top there in the suitcase. The first thing bloody you see marvelous. when you open it up, Bosch. Bosch. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, so, shall I tell you what I've been watching? Um, which I found quite, I find quite stimulating. Have you heard of a television series um, called Succession? I have heard of Succession, Yes. It's uh, it's sort of loosely based on the on the Murdoch family, I think, isn't it? Is that right? Ooh, is is it loosely based on them? I, I, I think it's pretty. I think it's quite tightly based. It, it, how do you watch? Are you watching Succession? Have you watched Succession? Has become such a a sort of um, oh, well, it's not a badge of honour. Not you're not even doing it justice. It's something that people. It's it's like either you're in the club or you're not yes. in the club. Yes, um, I, as with every one of these clubs, I've always been considerably behind. Not even behind the curve. The curve's not even not even in sight. Um, I'm only I'm only just coming through Breaking Bad. You know, that's uh, that's how it is with me. No one's well, banging on last, about it. That was the last. That was the last show, wasn't it? You had to have. You sort of had to have seen. And, yes, uh, I remember. I remember being in. Um, I went to a friend's wedding, and I was in a pub. There's this. There's this Scottish guy. And yes. there's this. Um, I assume she was from London. Maybe, maybe she was. She was from Surrey. I don't know. But Surrey, a Surrey. And uh, we were talking about you know what television you know what television shows do you, do you like to watch, which has become a bit like what band did you like in the nineties? You know, who, <laughs> that's true. What that's band? True. Did you like? And the girl said, "Oh, I quite like Breaking Bad." And I said, "What's Breaking Bad?" And they went, Pff. and the guy. This is absolutely true. The guy said, "Do you think he'd be?" Uh, do you think he'd be capable of watching it? She said, hmm, I don't know. What about, about you, you think Craig? He's, yeah, she's talking about me. He said, I think, uh, I think he's got the nuts for that. Um, like, am I am I man enough to watch a TV show? Like, have I got oh, wow. sufficient gumption to sit so, on my bottom in front of a television? It. Yeah, that's what wow. passes these days for courage. I mean, when we look forward in the future, people say to us, you know, what... What did you do during coronavirus? That's essentially what we're going to say, is it? Well, I sat on my bottom. 
and I watched television. But I'm I'm troubled though by the sense that he was putting his own certification on that. The uh, the Scot, the Scotsman, he was saying to you, or he's saying to the other person of you, pointing at you. Do you think he's got the? Do you think yeah, he's, he's got talking the... about me? Not only was he talking about me when I was sitting in front of him as if I wasn't there. Right, he got he the bravery. Also, have I got? Yeah, have I got what it takes to watch a? A TV show. I mean, don't get me wrong, I can think of a number of TV shows you'd deserve a medal if you made it through to the end of them. But It's probably one of the most irritating things that's ever happened to me in my entire life. What did uh, what was your response? I hope you oh, did you have a did you have a cool, calm response? Did you did you did you look at him levelly? To be honest, I felt quite scared. I said, Well what's in it then? Oh. What's in it? He said, He's got cancer. I thought <gasps> Oh, he's got your cancer. He's got the cancer. Yeah, yeah, do you wait till we die? He's got the cancer. He's into drugs. He's into drugs. He's got the cancer. Oh, he's got the mate. The crystal meth. I thought, okay, right. Okay, well, well, I'll I'll maybe, I'll just white knuckle it then, see if I can get through the first few apps. Who knows? Oh, Um, there are a couple of hairy moments. Don't, uh, don't, don't mistake. No, there are. But um, I would say, I, I did watch Breaking Bad, and I'd say what it involved a lot of was sitting on my bottom watching television. By the way, how's, uh, how's your work going? Are you, uh... Uh, I, uh, well, I'm on furlough. Um, I leapt at that, I tell you, like the rest of the country. Basically, you can, yes. you, wow. can, you, can, you can stay at home and still get paid and not catch the... Oh, everyone's gone. Where have you, where have you gone, everybody? Where have you gone? The entire country's just a bit. Hello? Is oh, this I on? see. Oh, yes. You just on. heard the beginning of it, and the entire country was like a wasteland. Everybody disappeared overnight. He got as far as fur. TVs went off. The national grid. The camera operator and the sound person just literally dropped. All he heard was furlough clunk clunk as the microphone was hurled to the ground. All you could hear was their retreating footsteps on the parquet. It was just like. Instant, absolutely instant. It made me very proud to be British, actually. But when uh, do you, do you, do you have a, an exit plan at all, Craig? Any chance um, of you uh, returning from Algiers at some point, or are you? Well, uh... I think as soon as they stop, as soon as they stop setting fire to people in the streets who are from Europe, I think I'll, I will, you know, venture to the nearest, um, you know, venture to the nearest airport but the problem at the moment is there's a there's a there's a great suspicion of, of anyone from europe because they think they're all carrying they think we're all we've all got coronavirus oh um, really so yeah you have to be quite careful you have to be a little bit careful just appearing in uh, yeah, just, i mean just appearing yeah there's been a you know there's been attacks do you stuff. think maybe if you went out strength in numbers maybe keith might go out with you i don't think anyone would dare tackle me if if i was if i was on oh, it sounds you know, like keith's it. team yeah, you know. Yeah, team team yeah. mount. Particularly if he's had a couple of quantros, let me tell you. I tell you, well, I tell you one more thing. I did spot this week. Go on, and yes, we, we tell should me. probably wrap this probably up, wrap up yes. at some point. What I did spot this week, I don't know if you if you saw this wonderful um, poem online. It's gone. So it's gone. Um, unfortunate turn of phrase. Viral. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think twenty six million people had seen it when I was. Wow. Uh, it's a poem. It's by it's yeah. by a, a, a poet uh, called. Tom Foolery, presumably not his real name. It sounds wonderful. Yes, and it's called the Great Realization. Um, I do, I do recommend it. if you want a bit of cheering up. Yeah, um, you want a bit is it of is it good? Up. Is it genuinely good or is it terrible? This is the thing. It's in that perfect sweet spot of being yes. really, really good and absolutely terrible all at the same time. So it's 
um, it's a kind of fairy tale telling of, yes. of of the story of the coronavirus. So he's got a, a book about the coronavirus. It's a fairy story about the coronavirus. He's telling it to his um, son. Well, I presume yes. it's his son. There's a young yes. boy sitting there. We okay. hope it's his son. And yes. anyway, so he, he, presumably it's not a sort of elaborate grooming procedure. He's actually, you know, it's a bedtime story, effectively. And he's reading this uh, reading this story. It's all about the coronavirus. And um, and there's a little boy saying, oh, oh, tell me the story again. Tell me the story of the, of the coronavirus, Daddy. And he goes, okay. And he reads, he reads the story. It's done like a poem. But yes. a lovely accent, as you very... Very well spoken. Oh, I'm reading all about it. It seems extraordinary. Extraordinary. There's been, there's been feedback from Jennifer Anderson and uh, oh, yeah, they bought Drew the Barrymore. Rights. Yeah. Um, oh. uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's going to make it into a, you know. Is he? Oh, um, Lord. I don't know. Make it into a movie, probably. Yeah, oh, probably. And then they'll all forget about him. it. As soon, soon as the lockdown's over, they'll all think, oh, actually, do you know what? So, Sorry, so basically, we said we would, but actually we were a bit drunk. We're just drunk. Sorry, Sorry. yes, we've just all been Sorry. on our own for weeks we've and weeks and weeks on, our own and weeks on, on end. We literally drank four bottles of Cabernet Sauvignon. We'd just watched and it I, and thought it was great. I, I but... wept buckets at your, at your poem, Thomas. I think that's his name. But now I can go out and buy a packet of fags whenever I want to. It's, yeah. not, it's not quite the same. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. you know, it's a bit It's near. just, you know. It's, yeah, so it's what did you do during coronavirus? It tells the story of how everybody, uh, there was this, you know, this virus, this pandemic, and everybody went home. And before the virus, everybody was traveling everywhere and ruining the planet and never had yes. any time for one another, all on their phones. Yeah. And then yeah. as soon as the virus came, they all stayed at home. And they discovered, you know, well, the the, the uh, poem is called The Great Realization. They realized, you know, that they'd lost human contact with them. And they realized what they'd lost. And, yeah. and, when, and when they came out of and when they came out of um, isolation, the world was never the same. It was just just a lovely place. Where you, everyone... I mean, it is. It's lovely. Everyone's everyone's kind of written that as the outcome. Do you genuinely think that's going to be the outcome, or do you think we'll just pretty much go back to exactly what we were doing before? But I think I, it's going to yes. be exactly the same. I think it's going to be exactly so. the same. I think as soon as we can, you know, probably a bit be a bit like. Um, yeah, for, for for a few weeks, we'll probably console ourselves by saying, do you know what? It was actually a lot of good came out of that. You know, I reconnected with my family and spent more time with my kids. And I go, yeah. hang on, what? Where? <laughs> on Monday? Yeah, absolutely. I'm on my way. Book me my ticket now. Yeah, no, it'll be like that. It'll be like that. Be like that. Be be like. Like. Yeah, because, book me because... the first flight. I'll yeah, be exactly. there. The biggest because, um... guzzling jet there is. Because... Because we're human, aren't we? And yeah. uh, and uh, you know, I, mean, I think there's a, I think there's a kind of memory to culture. It's a bit like we're kind of a, me- we're a bit like memory foam. And I think we've we've been squashed a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been we've been packed. We'll all look trunk. back, I think, with a, with a bit of nostalgia, and and probably yeah. some of us, I hope, most of us might have uh, have fond memories of lockdown. Actually, I, I hope it's. I'm just going to take a wild stab well. and say that so sweet as the poem is. And and much as I hope I'm, much as I hope I'm wrong, and and the future belongs to, you know, lovely looking English boys with posh accents. Um, yeah, I think I think possibly, possibly, just just possibly. Yes, just ever. Just so possibly, possibly, things will be exactly the same. I forgot. Haven't asked you how is uh, how is your cat? Oh, catatonic. Yes. Well, I'm very I'm, I'm very lucky. My next door neighbour. 
um, in Chingford, Mrs. Mills has taken her in. And um, yes. did I tell you I'd actually bought a hairless cat? Well, it didn't start out as a hairless cat. It was just a normal cat. And then, unfortunately, Catatonic gave him some sort of strange follicle. I think we think it's a – we're not sure what it is. We think it's some sort of bacterial – um, some horrendous kind of follicular disease. It was like a wasting disease. All his hair fell out. I mean, he was supposed to give catatonic a... He was supposed to give catatonic a lease of life, you know, a boost. But instead... Um, no, instead he became a... He rapidly became a hairless cat. What's the new hairless cat called? Catamaran. Oh, that's nice. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, Martin, just, just uh, uncoil my painter there from the cleat would you oh let you? me do it there we are oh there we there. go oh. oh i did that rather would tight than a, i imagined it would be give me a little push with your boat there, there you we go. go oh thank you go oh it's, it's, safe it's travels. surprising how light a touch you need isn't it just to, just to change the direction a, of this whole ship yes. As, uh, dahoy 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 listeners go travel well or go well whatever podcasters and podcast dresses Time Ghost was written and created by Alexander Armstrong and Ben Miller. It was produced by Claire Broughton and Andy Goddard. This was a Hattrick podcast. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.